0: Hello, my friends. I am Teresa Rich, the founder of 100% Real with Teresa podcast, because I believe the world needs more positivity in it. Also, please tag me at heartcenteredgrowth or teresarich.com. Thanks for listening and enjoy, my friends. So welcome to today's podcast. We have Dr. Ashish and she is going to be talking primarily about women's health. I love the subject of women and any way that we can empower them. You couldn't get anyone better than Dr. Ashish. All to do with Ayurveda and wellness and all of this beautiful, beautiful stuff. And Dr. Ashish, you're from, you're actually from India. Yeah.
1: I am yes. Hi, Teresa. Sorry, I was nodding because I <laughs> forgot that it's a podcast. Um, yes, I am from India. Yeah, Bo- born and brought up in India. First twenty-five years there. Now twenty-five years in British Britain. Actually, so I'm half-half now.
0: So, did you did your family? You know, we talk about Ayurveda. Did it did it get passed down through the generations within your family, or is this something
1: you only got into when you're in England? No, no. I, I mean, I, I wanted to become a doctor. Okay. Uh, and my interest in becoming a doctor, because I had a heart surgery when I was seven years old, I had hole in my heart, which which didn't repair, which it automatically repairs, everybody has a hole in their heart when they're born. But in the first year of their lives, it, it's a it's a physiological um, opening, you know, between uh, the two septums of the heart, two sides of the heart, but it gets Uh, filled up within the first year in some children it doesn't get filled up and I was one of those kids and it was not even picked up up until I was six years old so I was perfectly healthy going about my life and uh, you know suddenly it was picked up by a uh, usual GP He, he said oh I think she has got her hole in her heart hasn't been filled so we'll need to do a surgery So I had a long bout of going to hospital appointments and, you know, and staying in hospital. I stayed in hospital for two months when I had my heart surgery. Wow. That really put me in a place where I was awed by doctors, you know, what they can do. And I still remember it vividly going into operation theater. So I had my own journey with it. And I think that's how my journey started with being a doctor. I just... I always wanted to become a doctor. So I don't know anything else. (laughs) I
0: love it. But you didn't want to go into mainstream medic or unless you come from that. I'm not sure. But did you want to go into not mainstream
1: doctor? I I did because I wanted to become a mainstream doctor. Then I didn't uh, clear my exams. Uh, for MBBS in India we have one entrance exams for all kinds of uh, medical and then dentistry and then Ayurvedic medicine and then BSc and also sciences all sciences and I didn't clear that I had planned to reset the exam and then my uh, you know especially my father he he checked out because before that I didn't know anything about Ayurvedic medicine. And then I went to the hospital and I looked at Ayurvedic, uh, you know, what they do. And I thought, as long as I can practice medicine of some kind, I'm happy with this, you know. Um, And so it was my journey. I think it was I was very much in flow with how it's going to be, not really totally hooked up on MBBS idea. And that's how I ended up doing Ayurvedic medicine. And now I know I was chosen to do this <laughs> mm, excellent. You know, the whole journey, the whole shebang.
0: Yeah, yeah. And we could spend a whole lifetime talking about your whole journey. <laughs> I'm sure it's filled with lots of juicy bits in it. Um, And maybe it's something to consider writing a book when you have a spare moment. I know. You know it has been,
1: book has been in my head for years, yeah. many books actually. But I think the biggest learning out of this whole journey is how universe plays a part if you're listening. Mm -hmm. And if you're going with the flow, now Mm -hmm. I am completely in flow. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there were moments when I doubted when I thought, why am I doing this, you know, wanted to leave it, there had been one or two serious moments where I thought, you know, I'm not making enough money from it. So Mm -hmm. I need to do something else, Uh, which, you know, is a is an issue with complementary and alternative medicine how we market ourselves. Um, I'm I'm a much further place from there, but yeah, it's. Uh, it, I think the biggest learning for me is how universe plays a part. If you're listening, if you're in flow, if you're aligned, then you you will get that message. If you're not aligned, of course, it's a struggle. Uh, but yeah, that's the biggest message for me i love it and and does that
0: mean some vibration in the background so i mean you obviously specialize now in women's health yes all I right do. now the, the thing about this is
1: women's health where did that inspiration come from i think i was a witch uh, in my <laughs> <first> life, <laughs> and I probably was also few other things uh, that I relate very, very strongly to. I I don't have I don't come from a very troubled childhood or anything like that. You know, I was a happy kid. I did what I wanted to. I was rebellious but somehow i feel really strongly about women's issues i feel really strongly about things that are why why am i not allowed to wear a short skirt and go out by myself you know that's how i thought it and i always did what i wanted to because my mom was too soft for me and i just she couldn't stop me from doing things but i feel and it it must be due to my past life karmic connection somewhere uh, it comes from that and I have had my what do you call it you know the past life uh, oh past childhood. life regression yeah and it has come in that that I was burnt I was a bit which uh, so it must be that because I cannot explain why do I feel so strongly um, and it's not now I felt very strongly about it when I was much younger Mm. uh, that girls are able to do everything what they want and they are fully capable and you know I would fight with anyone if they say anything about girls or if somebody says oh because you know in India it's very common okay everybody wants boys and everybody wants to have a boy uh, and I would say why do you want a boy you know I would love to have girls Uh, and it's so funny when I was having twins I told my mom that we're having two girls And then I broke the news a few weeks later, and she was so upset, (laughs) saying that, "Why would you say something like that?" You know. And I said, (laughs) "I just wanted to see your reaction because I know how hooked up Indians are on this whole idea Mm. but a boy. So it comes from somewhere, but I I can't explain it logically. See from other, uh, you know." again, this must be universe-oriented, that I feel so strongly that women are fully capable, rather more capable. That's why they have been suppressed.
0: Oh, that's a huge topic again, isn't it? Really, really huge. And um, I think, I don't know whether I'm allowed to say this or not, but, you know, when you realise that you've come from India and all the repression Mm -hmm. of females that happens to keep them in their place I mean not for everybody but a huge proportion
1: 90%. Um,
0: and then you come to Britain and then you see actually oh my gosh women can do this women can do that you yeah. know and this is not anti or you know solely just about women it's just homing in on our power so where did that individual power or intrinsic feeling come in for you that you were more than what you
1: Ah, I think that's probably comes from again. That is something I, I'm I have innate in me. Uh, you know, I was very good in studying. So even though I didn't get any kind of validation from home because my mom was far too busy doing other things, and my father was traveling and wasn't available. You know, doing other stuff to do with keeping the house together and getting the money. And I had that validation, so much validation from outside you know, whether it's to do the way I looked, whether it's to do with my education, because I was very good in studies, I was very good in music, dance, arts. Mm. Um, And I knew that, yes, I can do this. I never had this thought in my head, I'm a girl that I can't do this. Never. Right. This this has never happened to me. Rather, recently with life events, I have undermined myself because other people have been undermining my ability. Um, and I'm regaining claiming that power back again but when I was growing up I never had that idea that I can't do this for me it was I'm an equally capable human being and I can do this yeah, so, yeah it it again it's something I'm born with I think and it's and come back it's come it back come to back. you yeah.
0: brilliant brilliant so tell me about your journey into Ayurveda
1: um the learning of it um, to start with? Uh, yes, I think it's it's beautiful how it all happened. You know, I learned, I did my Ayurvedic degree in India, like everybody does because they don't get into medicine or MBBS and they do Ayurvedic medicine. So I was the same. And I did gynae and maternity for five years. Um, so I was practicing alongside <coughs> when I was studying. And once I finished qualified, I worked in that hospital until I then came to the UK. Um, so that's what I wanted to do. Um, I was fully capable to open my own clinic, uh, you know, doing deliveries, delivering babies and doing c sections and helping doctors in C-section. And I was very capable and good practitioner, good doctor. Uh, and things changed when I got married and moved to the UK. Uh, but my idea was that okay, I I want to do this modern and Ayurvedic together. You know, that's how I would have liked to have that clinic. And then I came here, did herbal medicine degree. I did lots of other things, did master's in herbal medicine. I've come round circle now to support women in their journey of fertility because I have IVF twins. And with that journey, I have met other IVF parents and moms especially who have had a number of more cycles of IVF. And that's what triggered my thought a bit more. You know, I only had one IVF cycle and we were fortunate to have twins. First cycle, first hit and, you know, uh, healthy twins. Um, But it was then I started meeting women who would have five cycles, seven cycles of IVF. And I'm like, this is crazy. You know, this is so much medicine into your system and so many hormones. Why not doing anything natural? So that's where the whole thing started from. Mm-hmm. and so I have come round circle being doctor in India and then now being this whole health coach as well as a consultant and in, in supporting women um all the way through you know from the moment they start to think about having a, a, a child then supporting them through pregnancy and after pregnancy birthing and post I mean I can do the whole thing but yeah it's um that's has been my journey. So I think my IVF twins uh, and that whole journey pushed me more into fabulous. this.
0: Fabulous, fabulous. I could listen to you all day. <laughs> so what would you say your superpower is within all of that then? You know, you know, you've got, you've got all the, the right bits in place. Yeah. yeah. You know what you're specializing in. Um, what would you say your innate thing is that you're really good at, with females and the whole pregnancy cycle. I know it's hard to ask someone, what What do you think you're good at, you know, specifically? What do you think it is that draws people to you, yeah. apart from your smile?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that I have been told many times. Okay. Um, um, I think it is an energy connection. It is my own ability to be authentic self, to be genuine, Um and I, I listen. I just listen to people. I like listening to stories, how difficult it has been for them to, you know, go through this whole journey. And I feel there's so much suffering that they are, women are going through with this whole thing. Um, and I think I'm, I'm very simple. I like simplicity. I prefer sim- simple solutions to things as well. And that's what I do clinically also. How can we make this simple enough for you to follow this? And for you to be genuine with me, you know, and me to be genuine with you. And just listening with that empathy uh, is, I think, yeah, simplicity and listening would be my superpower.
0: Brilliant.
1: Brilliant. So it's,
0: it's enabling yourself to have a deep connection with that person when they're talking about yeah. all the intricacies, because it's quite a deep subject, isn't it? Really <laughs> trying to find a way to get pregnant. You know, sometimes they can't talk to the family because, you know, they can't talk to the husband or boyfriend or whatever. And there's so many expectations. Yeah. I suppose that's where you come in to not just prescribing herbs, et cetera. There's also the, the listening, which is a huge part of it.
1: Yeah, I think listening deep, I think that deep connection is what people are looking for. Yeah, you know? yeah and um even though i'm a practitioner and i have my professional boundaries um i still feel we are human yes and if i can give that connection to someone uh, connecting with me and also especially in the field of fertility i think women by the time they get to me most of them are hopeless they yes. don't have any hope at that point you know they're very doubtful of everything that they're doing um, so I'm giving them this hope mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. that connection. When you really feel deeply listened to that, somebody is there for you, you know, I tell them, and I have other patients as well, who kind of paid me, they've done my courses. I'm like, message me. If there's anything you are not sure about, message me. I would rather know than not knowing. Um, you know, even if it's in the middle of the night, if I can answer you, I will answer you.
0: hmm that's so incredible.
1: it is that what women are looking for, because when I look at, you know, this whole thing about waiting on NHS, going to IVF clinics, nobody's answering the questions. How do these women cope? I can cope because I'm a practitioner. I know these things. But what about you are a normal person and you don't know anything, whether you are supposed to this injection, how is it going to react to your body? And you can't phone IVF clinic is not available to answer you. How do these people operate? Yeah. Just, uh, there's no support for women, you know, and even women don't realize that they don't have any support. And yeah. then they're joining these groups and they're asking other women, all these questions were not qualified to answer. You know, mm-hmm. there, there is peer to peer support, but that's not professional support. And that is, um, I've forgotten what the question was. <laughs> 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 I <forgot> as well. <laughs> it's it's the hope that they're looking for the hope yes is it possible can i get pregnant at this age can i get pregnant with this much amh can i get pregnant with such low number of eggs can i get pregnant with my husband having very low sperm you know um and all of that so the answer i always say yes because yes you don't know unless you have done the work years and years of work and then you can say okay maybe this was not in my destiny yeah most people have not done that work. So anyway, next question. Because the ne- to- yeah, the next
0: question is really about how, I mean, a medication has its place. And, yeah. you know, to me, you're coming across very holistic. Okay. Yeah. But how someone go, how how can you decipher the difference between the medication they're taking, you know, they may be on some form of medication and how it could impact the herbs and the Ayurveda because even within my background, reflexology, we're looking at detoxifying, you know, all this sort of stuff. So how are you able, do you understand yourself about whatever medications people are taking coming from a doctor's background or how do you manage to work with that?
1: Absolutely. Yes, I do work within that space. So yeah. they're taking medical drugs, what can I fit in from a herbal point of view, that doesn't interact adversely with those yeah. medicines and will actually enhance the functioning of those medicines. So that is my point of using herbs. Actually, yes. somebody asked me yesterday this question, oh, my IVF clinic wants to know whether it will Um, you know, cause any allergy or anything. I said, no, as long as I'm supervising, nothing's going to happen to you. But it is that space. And it has to be understood really well because you don't want to use any herb anywhere because herbs can also interact with the drugs and drugs can enter because, you know, everything can interact with anything. Um, But it is to give those that will enhance the process and not, hamper the process mm. that's how I give herbs I use very very safe herbs I don't like to use herbs which are uh, too strong or not potent, potent at all uh, but it has to be understood how we are using natural medicine with the modern medications and that's what we call the integrated system you know it's not just that you're using modern medication using herbs alongside no uh, my idea is how I can enhance it mm-hmm. in a short span of time because what women don't have is the time. <laughs> they don't, I
0: know. Yes, that's a difficult one as well, isn't it? Yeah. So tell me of um, any of one of the successes that you've had and how you helped a case study through and all this sort of thing. Um, obviously, I'm hoping that they're together with someone, but you may even have people that actually don't want to be in a relationship and want to carry it. Yeah. a child yeah you know all sorts of stories so I'm open to anything tell me a story of, one oh, of, story. of your case studies
1: beautiful stories now because there are people who started with me now they have kids who come to my clinics so they know I am their doctor so this doctor helped me to have me <laughs> you know so it's just wonderful stories um I think one 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 of the story that I will highlight here is um her husband now he was my student because I teach Ayurveda in Paris and she uh, wanted wow. me to help both of them wanted to have a kid and she came from Paris to England she stayed here wow. all my treatments all my sessions and the journey has taken her about two years yeah from where they started from and purely because she had complete faith in natural medicine. Mm. and I'm very open. I'm not against IVF or IVF medications or modern medicines. I said, keep your mind open to all possibilities. We are starting with this. Let's see where the journey goes. Yeah. And she did two years of work with me, Uh, took medicines and did breath work, did uh, yoga, did mindfulness, all whatever is included in my program. She did all of that. And whenever I would go back to teach uh, my classes, I would see them. And then eventually um, she conceived with a donor egg because she conceived when she was 46. Wow. Wow she started at about 42 43 yeah twenty three years while she was with me as well as going through a journey of ivf clinics and yeah. and then eventually it was donor egg but her thing was she said i want to feel being pregnant yes i do not mind if the egg is somebody else's as long yeah. as the sperm's from her husband yeah her uh, um, eggs were too old at that time yes but she was pregnant and she delivered baby girl just a month before her 47th birthday. Oh my gosh, how incredible is that? And they said they couldn't believe at the hospital that there was the baby was completely fine, yeah. wasn't taken into ICU or anything. Yeah. Mother was completely fine. No yeah, read that happened. Because after 40, you are an old mom. Now they've oh. started saying even after 36, 37 that you're mm. an older mom. Um, they are incredibly happy and it's amazing we we are 100% sure that all the work that we did with you and the herbs that we took for that long has helped her to be so healthy
0: fantastic really good and you know what what I like in that 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 um, conversation that you're having is the fact that she trusted because it's not a quick fix she trusted over those years she trusted you yeah to support her
1: completely completely and it's so beautiful and I also feel and I also always give this example because when she came to me initially when I spoke to them she said I am going to have this baby Mm. that was her focus all the way through she didn't have any doubt she said whatever this journey takes me I am gonna have this baby
0: love it and she did
1: and you never doubted yourself in the process
0: or anything love it love it love it so what is the favorite quote that sort of like keeps you on track because to be honest ashish we all have dark moments and you know we've got to deal with those haven't we um is there like a favorite quote that you love that keeps you going in those moments or you don't you don't need it because you're like you got it
1: yeah i'm enlightened being Ah! (laughs) <laughs> oh we all have our dark. we do we do I have plenty of those uh dealing with some personal stuff um but when I'm really really down um and I think okay now I'm really feeling shit um am I gonna let this feel me like this whatever this scenario is or somebody else is making me feel that way mm. am I gonna let this feel me feel this way or I'm going to let my light shine through Mm. yeah and I always think okay I just have to do this I cannot let anybody or anyone or any moment dampen this yes I feel defeated right now I'm gonna cry out I'm gonna rest I'm gonna watch Netflix and (laughs) you know but I eventually feel that I have this light in me and I want to be able to show this light to others. Mm. And I just have to do this. I have to do this for myself. I have to do this for my kids. Because yes, I'm huge. only parent for them. So I just have to show that this can be done.
0: That's fine.
1: Mm. Yeah. So Brilliant. not a single line code, but it's this feeling that I have to do this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's your purpose inside of you, isn't it? it's yes. like that knowing that sort of like pulls you through those moments of knowing you've got to do it and the fact that you've got kids as well you look at them yes yeah and they they need mum to be a role model is that <laughs> for them a little bit
1: <laughs> it is it's it can be a daunting place to be because now they don't have father so it's only myself yeah um in that role and sometimes you feel oh I don't want to be parent today. No, no I want a day <laughs> off. <laughs> you know, um, but it is um, it is that I feel, okay, I have two incredible human beings yeah. who actually are amazing mm-hmm. uh, on their own journey along with my journey, and I cannot let them down. No. I have to do all that I can do yeah. to mm-hmm. make it worthwhile for them yeah so that is also yeah yeah
0: fantastic fantastic so if if people want to see you get in contact can you just let me know what makes up your business do you have communities online offline do you do one-to-ones you know how how do you work ashish and where are you
1: based uh yes okay so i do have facebook group for anybody who wants to kind of have a low contact they want a lot of free resources I've got lots of videos on in the group on Instagram I'm available so Instagram account has got lots and lots of videos that I share um, I've recently started TikTok as you know we are following each other on TikTok um, and LinkedIn also because um, I, I'm hoping to get through to these powerful executive women who are trying to get pregnant and by the time they they are trying they're around 40 so I am on LinkedIn as well. Um, so I do have groups almost everywhere and a um, good amount of following, uh, mainly on Facebook. And I do one-on-one work from Holly Street, which is in Central London, W1. And uh, one-on-one work is obviously is much more in-depth. And it's for those who are fully 100% committed to their journey and you know want to go all the way in. Uh, for therapy especially if you want to do therapies then you'll have to do one-on-one yeah Yeah. Um, so it is all of this way that people can connect with me and take advantage of even the free and then want to
0: and all your knowledge and
1: all your knowledge yeah yeah there's plenty that I've gathered (laughs) and
0: I mean obviously I have students that listen to these podcasts so um You know, do you run courses for people on Ayurveda? You know, all of that sort of thing. I mean, it's never possible to learn to the level that you got it. Um, But do you do like shortened versions for people and so on?
1: Well, I teach Ayurveda on this uh, academy in in Paris. Yes. That's one teaching that I do. And um, it's a long, uh, it's a four years course wow and do yearly uh with them so one year you become something and then second year so you yes. slowly add on that's month. brilliant so slow building blocks then absolutely and what I do want to do eventually with my work is that I want to train practitioners brilliant in my method of fertility because I am seeing great results with it there is nobody else who's doing this this is unique what I do And I want to franchise my model with the clinics as well, clinics who are open to holistic medicine. And also I've had so many um, practitioners and therapists to reach out to me because every time I put out that I'm doing a fertility program, they think that I'm teaching the practitioners. So I have so many therapists who reached out that, oh, we would love to do what you're doing. I said, well, that's a long journey, um, but I would love to teach. What I'm doing, I would love to teach actually doctors also because doctors don't know this. No, Um, no. you know, and IVF clinics. So that is in the pipeline. I can see that coming. uh, Yeah, the way, but it's in the pipeline.
0: Okay, and what sort of practitioners would you be looking at? Really, Um, would they be any kind of practitioner? Obviously, with the basic, you're not basic, but you know, the level three, or would it be anyone? starting from fresh or well, you don't know yet. It's so far ahead. I'm getting excited already listening.
1: <laughs> well, I'm very excited because I think this will be wonderful for women yeah. add, for example, doulas can add this yeah. to their work, you know, other practitioners. They have to have the basic information about it. Yes. That, yeah? Otherwise, I'll have to run a basic Ayurveda course as well for them to learn yeah. basic Ayurveda training. Uh, and then they can get into this. And then, of course, they need anatomy physiology. Yeah. Uh, for them to learn this, yes. Uh, but therapist of any kind who's interested in doing Ayurvedic work and they want to work with women's health, yeah, uh, gynecological health. There are so many avenues to this because you can become an endometriosis specialist, you can yeah. become a physio specialist, you can become a uh overall gyne PMS specialist with younger girls mm. or women and you can become a pregnancy specialist post-pregnancy special. There is there's so much one can do with this. It's so flexible. So yeah, I'll start with one course and then <laughs> will see. <laughs> My head's going off on a
0: tangent for you. But in the meantime, really, we're we're coming back home now. Yes. Um it's all about specializing in helping people. Yes, I'll let you end this, that are really to do with wanting to get pregnant. But you can say it in your own terms. I'm not here to say it for you. So tell me exactly what it really is that you specialize in.
1: Yes, I specialize in uh, women who have been trying to get pregnant for at least two years. Um, because by then you have explored certain avenues and you have certainly not explored what I am offering to you. And I want to also see people's commitment at that point. Um and I can support men and women equally. I can actually we re- I have had great results with sperm quality and um the quantity both. Um and you may not never need to do an ICSI, which women are you know so much. ICSI and IVF stuff is happening because of sperm quality. So I support women who are open to natural medicine. And natural medicine is not just taking over the counter herbs and pills. So it is much more deeper than that. They have to be willing to work on themselves. I'm looking for those committed, aligned uh, women who are, you know, they want more productivity even from their fertility health. And they are willing to invest in their own health you know and it's a huge investment from all aspects money is probably the the last least investment into this there is emotions there is time there is your effort of learning this whole thing um so yeah that's what i do but i work nationally internationally you could be in any part of the world and i can work with you i can teach you i can also guide you what kind of therapies you can have from wherever you are uh, stationed and um yeah and I give women therapies I give them herbs I give them mindset training I give them NLP training I do yoga with them I do breath work with them uh it's it's the whole thing diet and nutritional advice and uh, yeah so it just yeah. sounds so juicy I mean
0: how can you say no to all that it just and and not just to get pregnant it's also about your well being and you're worth it, aren't you? As females, we sometimes forget
1: that we actually are worth it. So, that's the crazy part that women don't realize. Because I remember my gynecologist said to me when I was pregnant with twins and I was on bed rest for almost four months, she said, Rest as much as you can. Once twins are here, you will never get to rest. And she was true. <laughs> uh, that's what happened. You know, I was up on my feet literally straight after this. He yeah. Said, uh, what women don't realize is that getting pregnant is probably the only the first baby step. You know, you need your health to run around your children, and you need your health forever. You don't yeah. just need your health for fertility. Yeah, and that is my bigger message: that we need uh, fertility health for overall health and well. Yeah. Women, yeah. women are very bad at looking at looking after themselves. Um, you know, because we are looking after everybody else and we don't look after ourselves. So yeah, look after ourselves, yourselves and do as much work that one can do before you start to get pregnant, during pregnancy or any health issue, if you have, uh, you know, any gynecological issue, mm. there is natural help out there. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And that's a great place to end. So I'd like to say a huge thank you for coming on today. Always oh, see you out and about on the social media and it's just lovely to have you face to face it really really is so I'm glad and grateful to you for your time so is there anything else you want to say before we finish this podcast
1: thank you Teresa thank you for inviting me we have spoken in the past it's always lovely to reconnect with you and we are following each other and what you are offering and teaching people it's all these you know, little nuggets of wisdom that we have from ancient sciences and uh, modern sciences validating it uh, for us to stay healthy um, and not just healthy. You know, that's the least we can do for our body and our mind and our spirit, but to be blissful and to thrive in whatever we are doing. So thank you so much.
0: You are most welcome. Thank you. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Real with Teresa. Please share this with your friends. We each have a responsibility to bring more light and love into this world. The world needs more people like you. So go ahead and share so you can bring more hope and inspiration where it's really needed. Remember, we are so grateful to have you in this female community for heart-centered growth sending you a big high five for being absolutely fabulous for listening to 100% Real with Teresa podcast.